Welcome back to Too Smart for This. It is I, your host, Alexis Barber, and I'm recording this on my very first day of being a full-time entrepreneur and creator. I'm a little overwhelmed. Um, no, I'm not. I Actually, I made a promise to myself that while I am not – while I don't have a full-time job, I really don't want to complain on the internet anymore because I feel like – sharing solutions and coming at things from a positive way is like the smarter thing to do, not just because it like helps reinforce more positivity coming into your life, but also because like I have been in a place where I've had to hustle before and I it's annoying to hear people who like get to do their jobs complain about them. So I'm trying not to complain and I'm not overwhelmed, but I, I'm overwhelmed with excitement. I'm not overwhelmed in a bad way. I'm overwhelmed with opportunity, and that's amazing. So I'm really excited. But today has been interesting. I feel a little weird. I'll be really honest with you guys. I will. I feel a little weird because I obviously quit my job. And when I did that, like it was because for the past like six plus months, I've been dealing with burnout and bad mental health, right? So a lot of people are telling me, like my friends included, that I need to just like chill out. I need to just like relax. But for me, I'm so excited about the work that I get to do with content and with the robes that I kind of want to like go full force at that. But I, I, I'm really struggling to find like what I think the balance will be, honestly. Like I think, of course, I talk about being trying to have balance and stuff like that to you guys. But I am someone who thrives when I'm being creative, when I'm doing things and when I'm on the go. So I don't really know what that balance is going to look like, but I do know what I want and what I'm excited about. And also because Jeff and I are planning a trip to Europe. So we're, prob- we're probably going to go for the month of May. That's in two months. And I'm like, I have so much I want to get done before we go there that like two months doesn't feel like enough. So that's where I'm at mentally. I'm a little like, oh my God, how am I going to make the best use of my time? But to do this week, I told myself for the rest of February that I was just going to chill and do what felt good every day instead of like trying to make a plan and stick to it, but just trust myself every day. And so today, I took it pretty slow this morning and then I have some meetings this afternoon before I'm going to work out and have drinks with a friend. So I think that's a pretty good balance, you know. And here I am, of course, making this pod episode. But what I wanted to chat about today is something I thought about on my long leisurely walk this morning. So I also sort of got inspiration from this because yesterday I went to a um, I went to a museum. Jeff and I went on a long walk with each other, and we stumbled upon the um, Design Museum, which is on the Upper East Side. And inside there was a exhibit about the 1900 World's Fair, where W. E. B. Du Bois basically it was the first time that there was ever a Black American exhibition at the World's Fair. And sorry, this has a point if you're not a history person, but the exhibition was like the state of American, African-American people in 1900. And of course, 1900, that's that's obviously a long time ago, but that was like less than 50 years after segregation and slavery, or after slavery ended, segregation was still legal. And what it was, was a bunch of data points and graphics and demonstrations of the progress that Black people had made at that time. And one of my favorite photos was of 
It was 1860 to 1890, demonstrating how in less than a generation, 20% of Black people went from owning nothing to owning property. And that was in only one generation. 20% of them had been able to do that. And that for me was so interesting because I think we when we talk about slavery a lot of times we talk and we talk about you know segregation and racism in this country we often talk about the negative sides of it and so we talk about how we've been oppressed as a people and how black people don't have as many opportunities but I think that what was so interesting about this is in 1900 like when there was no representation when there was no opportunities for black people he chose to make that exhibition about the successes that were there that like even though it was 20% which is only a fifth of the population still that's more than nothing like it's such a big jump from where they were which was enslaved people with nothing and they had property and like that i think we forget like how far black people have come and how much progress we have made in such a relatively short amount of time and how resilient black people are and it reminded me of a phrase I heard a long time ago, which is stop arguing for your limitations and argue for your opportunities and argue for the good things. And there's obviously no doubt that oppression and economic oppression specifically, that racism, et cetera, all exists. But up until I saw that exhibition yesterday, I hadn't thought about, I, I hadn't consciously been thinking about how amazing it is that Black people are thriving and creating culture and doing all the things that we're doing now. And I think about how like I was in my feelings about, oh my God, like how am I ever going to be able to afford like the house that I want one day? How am I going to be able to buy a house because I'm going to have to pay these business school loans, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's such a privilege for me to be even able to conceive of going to business school, like that is crazy. Going to an Ivy League business school, like as a black woman, like that's crazy. Like literally like less than a hundred years ago, that was not possible, period. That's sort of like at a meta level, being really grateful for everything, for every opportunity that I have now. But it reminded me of the thing of don't argue for your limitations because something I struggled with when I was balancing everything at once, balancing work, content, and building my business, was thinking about all of the reasons that I wasn't going to make it and thinking about all of the reasons why somebody wouldn't like my content because I'm not as consistent or aesthetic as the other girls because I have a job or why someone wouldn't buy my robe or why somebody wouldn't want to work with me on a project, you know, like I would, I constantly was looking at things from the place of, of negativity, um, arguing for what was wrong with me or with the situation that I was in or what the bad parts of it were. And of course that is a coping mechanism. I think that's a survival mechanism. I grew up, you know, as we all do, as especially Black women do, whether you grow up rich or poor, you sort of are always trying to protect yourself. So you're trying to parse out what people won't like about something so that you can minimize it, so that you can be more successful. It's a natural progression of life. Everybody does it. But sometimes it's not necessary and sometimes it starts to hinder your growth. And it started to hinder my growth because, of course, like, I was only thinking about things from a negative lens, but also even at work, like even in my corporate job. I got feedback that was like, it wasn't like, oh, Alexis, you're negative, but it was like, let's try to do things with a positive frame of mind and that will help you 
communicate with your stakeholders and demonstrate your plans and expertise if you are framing things from a positive place. And I always thought the sort of that negative framing of like, oh, obviously this isn't in a very good place, but like, here's what we can do. That I thought was sort of like a humorous thing. And I think that's a little generational, but for work, what actually helped for, for every situation, honestly, what actually helps is finding whatever positive you can and, you know, absolutely just zoning in on that 100% and not thinking about things as negative and overemphasizing negatives. I think that I am someone who really would overemphasize the negatives. That's like a perfectionist tendency that I think we all do. But I realized like I can't just think about what's not going to work all the time. I have to think about what has worked and notice the excitement and the happiness that's come from the positive situations I've been in instead of constantly being like, what could go wrong or what does go wrong? And what that is, is when you are someone who's focusing on that negative all the time, a lot of times we start to argue for our limitations. So take something as simple as like going to the gym. Realistically, that takes one to two hours of your day, but you start thinking like, oh my gosh, it's so much work for me to walk there. It's so much work for me to drive there, or it's so much work for me to do X, Y, Z. And like, what if I get there and the gym is going to be crowded and there's going to be people and I don't want to deal with all of that. Like you start to argue for the limitations and the frustrations that are going to happen so that you don't have to do the thing that you know is good for you. And you start to be like, oh, well, obviously if it's just going to be that much of a hassle, it's better for me to just stay home. Realistically, it's never better to stay home. It's almost always better to get your body moving in some way, shape, or form. So even though you know that, you're going to find the negativity and focus on that so that you don't have to get out of your comfort zone. And that's what I think a lot of us do when it comes to not just building new habits or focusing on the things that we love, but also when it comes to just like our actual regular day-to-day work. And we don't notice that we're doing it in these small ways and then it shows up in these big ways. And once you recognize it in one area of your life, you have to recognize it in all the other ones. So when I recognize that at work, the way I would frame projects or issues that we had within the company was from a really negative perception. I probably recognized this in like June of last year. Once I recognized that, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to like make a switch here. And it took active practice for me to in meetings frame things in a positive way, in emails frame things in a positive way. And once I built up that skill, I recognized that I was doing that with content creation. Like I, when I would post picture or post Instagram stories, for example, I would think about, oh, why would anyone care about what I'm doing today? And then I thought about it from the perspective of my biggest fan or how much I love my favorite influencers. And I'm like, when I, when my favorite influencers post, all I want is for them to post more so I can consume more of their content because I love it so much. And once I start, and I, at that point, of course, like, of course, like I, didn't, I don't want to get a big head and be like, everyone is really, really interested in the lunch that I made today that I've made every single day for the past three years. So I'm definitely going to need to snap another picture of it. Obviously, that's not the case, girl. Obviously. But it's a mindset where it's like my content matters. What I post matters. And that's good. Like it's good for me to be excited to show up for my community, you know? And so seeing that and noticing that instead of from a place of, oh, like these people are going to think I'm crazy for posting this lunch again. I'm like, wow, people are excited about how consistent I am about lunch. So it's 
Like that is such a stupid example. But I think you guys understand what I'm saying here, which is really just that like we often tend to focus on the negative in so many ways that we don't even realize are directly affecting the way that our lives are moving. And so I really want that to be sort of like a theme for my next six months because I'm really nervous, honestly. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this, like focused on myself for this long of of time. I don't want to focus on the limitations of the time that I get to be a full-time creator. I don't want to focus on the limitations that come with whatever I'm working on, but rather just focus on the opportunities and the positive framing because when you think about it, like the progress, I'm not really good at recognizing and taking with me the progress that I've made. I do a pretty bad job of like appreciating growth. I think it's because I'm always moving and shaking and growing that it's it's kind of like growth is my natural state rather than something I am very good at celebrating. So I kind of just in this situation want to like use it as a reminder that life like that I've come so far and like recognizing and sitting with that more often than I have so much further to go is a much better way to approach life. And so far, it's just been like really nice for me to think about things that way. So actively, every time that I notice a negative thought coming into my head or a fearful thought about like scarcity or not having enough or not being enough or not knowing where to go, I immediately just try to pivot that and think of, look how far I've come in this situation. So when even when it comes to like building a new habit, I actually learned how to do this because I was showing telling like a friend this and I can give an example with like Jeff. Like for example, my boyfriend was talking about how he was struggling with consistency for a project that he was working on, like a side project. And I was like and he was like I'm just not consistent. But what I've noticed about him is he started working out consistently over the past three years. He started, you know, waking up earlier consistently over the past few years too. Like he's been able to build that consistency muscle in ways in the past. So I chose to be like, or in that moment, I was like, of course you're consistent. You just don't have the right formula for what you're working on. And so after I said that to him, I said that to him a few months ago. And then I came to him complaining about how I felt like I wasn't consistent with things. And he was like, but you know how to be consistent because you consistently make your bed every morning. You consistently show up on social media. You consistently do X, Y, and Z. So you know you have the muscle. So don't argue for the limitation that you think that you don't know how to do this because obviously you can build that habit. You just don't have the right formula yet. So that's what I have for you today. I think that like we do need to focus on the positive, not just out in the world, but within ourselves and we will feel so, so much better. And that doesn't mean ignoring the negative or ignoring the news or not being realistic with what's happening in the environment we live in because it's all of our responsibilities. But it does mean instead of taking the easy way of arguing for why it's not possible for you to have what you want, try to argue for why it is because you have so much evidence that if you just took a second to look back at how far you've come right now, it would be so much easier for you to get excited about the future because you know it's possible for yourself. So with that all being said, that's my new entrepreneur 
little pep talk for myself is right now. Um, I know that I hope that this was helpful and I hope that it was exciting. I don't really know what the vibe of the podcast is going to be now. I have to say I would really love your guys' feedback. And also we are running a giveaway right now on the Two Collective page and we're doing a giveaway with a few other Black History Month or Black History Month with a few other Black owned businesses inside and out and Black Women on a Mission. So you can win a Two Cozy Row a Inside Then Out Dig Deeper journal and a pair of Black Women on a Mission socks. You can win all of that if you go onto our page right now, like the picture, tag a friend, and an extra entry to tag it is if you share it on your stories. And you know what I'm going to do right now is I'm actually going to throw in another giveaway that's podcast specific. So if you listen to the show, this is just for you. I want to give away another two cozy robe. So this will be separate from that giveaway. And you just have to leave a five star or doesn't have to be five star but hopefully it's five star review um and rating on the show and i will choose one of you guys to send a robe to so please leave a review and in the review put your instagram name so i'll reach out to you and we'll let this go for probably a week so by next thursday i'll have a winner and i'll announce them and send them their road that all being said this has been fun i love just being able to pop on here when i'm inspired and give you guys an episode and let me know if you have any other questions make sure you're following on all the other platforms too because i I'm out here living in a posting every single day now because obviously it's my job now. So hop on over to the YouTube, the Instagram, the TikTok because they'll be fun on every single one. All right. Well, love you guys so much. Please enter the giveaway. Don't forget. And don't forget, first of all, stop arguing for your limitations. And second of all, you are way too smart to not love yourself. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Too Smart for This. I am so grateful that you took the time out of your day to take a listen to these conversations. If you're looking for more content, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Too Collective. And don't forget to follow me, your host, Alexis Barber, on the Gram TikTok as well. Don't forget, you can also watch our solo episodes on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Alexis Barber. And we do a weekly giveaway of PR products or Amazon gift cards cards to girls who leave great reviews down below. So please make sure to leave your reviews and follow us on Instagram to be notified in case you win. And with that, do not forget that you are too smart to not love yourself and see you in the next episode.